Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello, how are you? Welcome to this week's episode and it's all about being seen. It's all about stepping into the spotlight. It's all about stopping hiding and stepping into the spotlight and where we need to be to help us achieve our outcomes, our goals. And this may mean different things for you. How do you hide? It may be different for different people. Um, There is often this temptation to stay small. And actually, it's a fear of being judged often. It is a fear of what may happen that stops us from moving forward, from stepping up. And that's what we're going to be exploring today. And actually, today's episode was inspired by a lovely woman in my network called Marianne Scott. And she doesn't know this, um, but I noticed a post that she'd put out there on Instagram under her um, title of the branding photographer. Now, if you don't know Marianne, um, she takes fabulous photographs. I've worked with her and some of my favourite images were taken by her and I've had more feedback actually on the photographs that Marianne's taken than on any others because she has that real knack of capturing the person behind the camera and she puts you at your ease and I think it's because she's been very open and honest and said that she hates having her photograph taken as well so she recognises those fears and she puts you at your ease and the results are fabulous to the point that I can tend to spot when the Marianne's photographs now certainly within my network because of the quite candid shots but always incredibly natural but really beautiful and she said in this post the struggle is very real uh, which made me smile because it does feel real even though it's a mental struggle that we're often having it feels very real in the moment and stops many people moving forward whatever it is that your blocker is and uh, to quote her she says I've come to the shocking realisation that being more visible and in her words gulp have it means having my photograph taken too and so that's somebody who has made her living out of taking photographs also has this fear but doesn't that put her in a great position to empathize with those people whose photographs she's taken okay so what does this mean for you and this will manifest itself in different ways so what is it that's stopping you being seen what is it that is stopping you stepping up and stepping into the spotlight what is it that is stopping you being heard and 
people hide in different ways. And I see this with my clients that different people have different things that hold them back. And it's just identifying what this means for you so that you are have that awareness. So many times you'll have heard me talk about one of the most challenging parts of this is actually having the awareness in the first place of where your blockers are. And once you have that awareness, that's the gold dust because you can either seek help and support to help you overcome those blockers. I've been working uh, with somebody this week and some really exciting stuff to come out of that that I can't wait to share with you. But um, he said, don't think about what, think about who can help you overcome those challenges. And I think that is something that is quite powerful here. It's knowing exactly what it is that you it, that is blocking you, that is holding you back. But how can you overcome those and who can help you do this? So what is it that this is? How is this showing up for you in your life? Is it having your photographs taken? Is it posting on LinkedIn and on social media? Is it having to post a photograph on LinkedIn and social media? Is it speaking on stage? Is it just turning up for a networking event? Are you somebody who hides physically? This can show up in different ways for different people. So it may be that you physically hide. So if you go to an event, are you somebody that sits at the back of the room? Are you somebody that sits out of the eye line of the speaker or out of the eye line of the person presenting? You know, I see this so often uh, when I'm delivering workshops that it's always the seats at the front that aren't taken. And I'm always impressed when I see somebody take those seats because I know that they've made that decision to be seen. Are you somebody who physically shrinks? Is your body language making you small? Um, we've all, well, if you've been listening to me for a long time, you'll have heard me talk about Amy Cuddy and owning our space. If you don't know about Amy Cuddy, look up Amy Cuddy's TED Talk. But it's about making ourselves bigger. And how do you dress are you somebody who hides through the way you dress? This was something that we looked at on, on a podcast recently, how you show up, how you visibly present yourself. Do you wear a lot of black so you feel that you blend in? Um, do you wear oversized clothes because you don't want to draw attention to yourself? Do you choose to wear things that deliberately allow you to blend in and go under the radar is there a uniform in the place that you work and you very much blend in with everybody else and then some of us hide emotionally so somebody may say how are you and you put on that fixed smile and you say I'm fine well again if you've heard me speak before I've been listening to this fine is the f word and for me, there is no place in our language for being fine, unless you're a fine wine, maybe. But uh, fine for me, who wants to be fine? 
we'd rather be great. We want to be extraordinary. We want to be brilliant. We want to be so much more than fine. Um, if somebody, if you showed your piece of work at, at, at the end of a project or you were sat in your review and somebody said, well, you've done fine, I'm sure you would be disappointed. So let's aspire to be so much more than fine. But going back to the point, you know, we smile, don't we? And we say, yes, everything's okay, thanks. But we don't feel safe enough. We don't feel comfortable enough in expressing how we really feel and being able to be vulnerable. Now, there are times when this is appropriate and there are times when this perhaps isn't as appropriate, but we should be able to be able to express exactly how we feel at the right time. And then finally, it's about that mental, um, hiding mentally, we don't want to share our ideas. We don't want to share our opinions. So often we play small. We don't want our voice to be heard. And that brings forward the great pain that I hear from clients about being overlooked. Some of you will recognise that moment. You may have sat in a meeting. It may be that you've progressed in your career and you're in senior leadership meetings now, in board meetings. It may be that you are presenting to a client and it may even be in a networking event. But you know that moment when you think you've got something to say and you compose it in your head and we worry about the words that we're able to articulate our message. And then all of a sudden our, our heart starts beating incredibly fast. And you can virtually hear it in your ears. You can hear your heartbeat. Does anybody recognise that feeling? And you can virtually feel a flush. And you've not even opened your mouth yet. Uh, this can often happen if you're in a network situation. I've heard people say that in that networking situation where you have to introduce yourself and you know that somebody is going to call your name and for the five minutes before your name is heard, you don't hear anything else in the room because your body is going into overdrive and your adrenaline is kicking in because you know that your name is going to be called at some point. And often we, um, when we have the option, we stop ourselves from speaking. So you go to speak and you stop yourself because the doubt kicks in. And then somebody else says exactly what it was that you were going to say. And they say it to great plaudits. And everybody around the room says, great point. And you think, I've missed my moment. How many times have you missed your moment because you were playing small, because you were second guessing yourself? So what does it look like for you? What does hiding look like for you? And often it's a fear of being judged. You know, it, sometimes it's about stepping up and this is stepping out of who we've been playing for a long time. I've mentioned this before as well, but I love the film The Holiday. It's one of my guilty pleasures and the great line in there about you're playing the best friend, you're not playing the leading lady and are you playing the leading role in your life 
or are you playing a support act? And and the truth is that we fear being judged, but people will judge us anyway. And often it's the detail that we worry about and actually it's the detail that other people don't even see. Now let me give you a, a, a small example of this from photography. So I, well, two things. A, a few, many years ago, I remember listening to Fern Cotton where the uh, presenter when she was on Radio 1 and she was presenting a programme around body image. And I love Fern Cotton and I particularly love how she has embraced her authenticity and her vulnerability and created Happy Place, the podcast and the Happy Festival and so much more. But in the and she's a great example of somebody who has overcome the fear of being judged and found who she really is and what she really stands for and embraces that now and a very different public persona than she had many years ago but in this time she was talking about her big um, complex was about her forehead now I'd never even noticed this I always thought she was absolutely stunning she was always incredibly stylish but she shared that she had this complex about her forehead and it's funny isn't it how you when when you draw attention to something that nobody else has ever even noticed so we spend hours looking at ourselves uh, through photographs in the mirror whether you're vain or not, whether it's cleaning your teeth, we spend hours in front of the mirror and we look at the detail. But actually, those around us just see us as a persona. And I can remember talking to somebody who'd lost a lot of weight. She'd lost nearly two stone and she said, some people don't even notice. And I think the truth is that we see the person rather than the weight loss or the weight gain. And because we are deeply immersed in ourselves then uh, we don't realize and this came uh, this became aware uh, I was aware of this 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 last couple of weeks we've been on holiday and I posted a photograph of my son Oscar and my husband on holiday and we were in Lanzarote and I don't know if you've been to Lanzarote but it's incredibly windy and apparently it was windier than usual and this lovely dress that I had on uh, it's a gorgeous gorgeous colour I love it and when you are seeing it in person it moves a lot and it's very swooshy which I love and um, but when that is captured on photograph well it makes me look like I'm wearing a tent, actually. It it looks, and I saw this photograph and I thought, oh, that's not very flattering. It, because photographs are in two dimension rather than three dimension, you don't get any of the movement. You're just capturing a moment. And I thought, oh, Deborah, don't be so vain. It's a lovely picture of a moment. So I posted it. And I've had so many comments on what a gorgeous dress, what a gorgeous photograph and other people don't see what I'm seeing. And this is so often the truth when uh, people are posting on social media, people fear posting video but nobody is looking at what you're looking at they're listening to the message and I promise you and you'll have heard this from other people as well the most interaction on LinkedIn on social media 
is when you post video or photographs of yourself. We want to see the human being behind the post. We want to hear the story behind the post. We want to see photographs. Um, I was talking to a client a few weeks ago and I'd gone onto the website and there were no photographs of any of the team. And it's the first thing I look for. I want to see a photograph. I want to connect with somebody. I want to see the people behind the brand. And it's exactly the same with your personal brand. So how do we get over this? And um, for me, it's accepting that people will judge you anyway. And what is the worst thing that can happen? So what is it that is present that is presenting you achieve preventing you achieving what you want to achieve? And think about what is the pain of not reaching that potential? So if you don't reach that potential, what is the fear surrounding that? What could happen if you don't achieve what it is that you want to achieve? And what we need is that pain to become greater than the fear that is holding us back staying small. So, for example, if you want to grow your business to six figures, then you will know that you need to be visible. And if you don't grow your business to whatever figure it is that matters to you, then that may have its consequences. But at what point are those consequences and the fear of not achieving that greater than the fear of putting a photograph out there, being visible on LinkedIn, stepping up at networking meetings, speaking on stage, whatever it is that is part of your strategy to have you be seen by your audience. So it may be in the past that somebody has ridiculed your ideas so you keep them to yourself it may be that you've had dreams of running your own business I can remember I had a friend I'm not in touch with her anymore sadly um but I pause there because it is a long time since we've been in touch and we were really great friends but she used to say to me yeah but Deborah if you were going to run your own business you'd have done it now wouldn't you and uh, you'll never do it and I sometimes look back now and think well you know this is year 13 and I'm, I'm doing pretty good thank you but if I'd listened to that friend where would I have been so if we have somebody in our past that has probably ridiculed you, then the natural reaction is to stay small, to keep your ideas to yourself, to keep them buried. And we need to unbury those. We need to feel safe expressing our ideas. We have to get comfortable with the fact that people will judge us and they will have an opinion. But the other question is, are you judging yourself and are you your worst critic because often this is the case and the more harshly you judge yourself the more harshly you'll think the world is judging you because you look for evidence to back up what your thoughts are so how about this? How about you flip the thoughts in your head and rather than judging yourself harshly, now you may not be able to 
judge yourself with great confidence at first because our thoughts have to be congruent if not we will sabotage so we have to be able to believe our thoughts which is why standing in front of a mirror with um, affirmations around I am beautiful if you don't feel beautiful will not work but if you stand in front of a mirror and say I've got lovely eyes then you can start to build on that and look for evidence to back that up and our confidence will grow. So it may be that you flip this and say, I'm going to encourage myself. It's early days, but I'm going to treat myself with kindness. I'm going to treat myself with compassion. And I know that what I put out there isn't going to be perfect, says the recovering perfectionist here. It won't be perfect, but I can gather evidence that I am. I have the courage to be visible. And you will gather evidence to back yourself for the next time you have to step up. So it's building that muscle, it's building those habits, it's moving forward day after day. So, you know, think about the different scenarios and accept that it is going to be uncomfortable. You've been avoiding it for a long time. These are habits that you've created. So practice and it will get easier. I listen back to my early podcasts and I'm always horrified at them because they sound so stilted. And it always worries me that sometimes people will start at the beginning and listen to the earlier ones. And I think, please hang around or start at the end and work backwards because certainly at the beginning of my on brand with ones, um, it was as if I was presenting from a stage rather than than chatting to um, a more intimate audience. And but I had to start somewhere. We all have to start somewhere. Um, you know, not every photograph will be perfect when you are public speaking. I can remember the first time I spoke and forgetting my words at one point and panicking or that wobble in your voice when you first start speaking but there are ways to overcome this so swap the fear actually the fear is adrenaline and adrenaline can appear as either fear but it also can um, appear as excitement it depends how we decide to frame it so reframe your fear for excitement excitement for the opportunity that is there ahead of us so what may overcoming that fear and speaking in that meeting what opportunity is that opening up for you there may be somebody in that room that doesn't know what you stand for there may be somebody in that room that needs to hear what you have to say so stand up and what do they say feel the fear and do it anyway and often our fear is actually down to a mental picture of what may happen that we create in our own minds. So it's not even a reality. We create this worst case scenario in our brains. And actually, often the outcome isn't that bad. So it's just a mental picture. Just think about that. You Can you imagine in 10 years time looking back and thinking, I didn't achieve my potential all because of something that I created in my brain 
that didn't even happen? How about we change that narrative in our brain and think about what potentially could happen? Um, you know, it's about accepting that difficult things will happen. But we've talked about this before, haven't we? We have courage. And courage isn't always being brave and being confident and tackling it head on. Courage is recognising that it is tough and it is challenging, but I'm going to show up anyway. That wonderful phrase from Glennon Doyle, I can do hard things. So what hard things are you going to do this week? Wear the dress, wear the fabulous suit, wear something that makes you feel great and will make you stand out and step into the spotlight. And yes, people will comment, but that's what we want. We want to be visible, own it, physically take up your space, think about your body language, walk in the room with your shoulders back and your head held high, make eye contact with people. Have you ever done that in the street when you're walking along and you make eye contact with people and then you both quickly break away? But instead of breaking away, just smile, own it and carry on. Speak up in that meeting, have your opinion heard. Don't apologise for owning your space. Sometimes we bump into people, don't we, and we apologise. But just, you know, carry on. Maybe it was their problem. Speak up in a meeting. Speak up and if you don't agree, have your opinion heard. Walk in with the energy. Um, I often talk about this when I'm working with people one-to-one and it's something that is so often overlooked, but your energy as you walk in the room. There are some people you can virtually, the energy around them is palpable. They come in, there's sort of a fizz in the room, they have that charisma. And it's about stepping into that role. Energy doesn't come by accident, you have to dial it up. And that, you know, dial up your frequency and you will attract people on the same frequency as you. You'll attract the things on that frequency as well, but that's a different story altogether. And if you find that difficult, play a role, step into a role. Beyonce didn't stop on stage as Beyonce, she stepped on stage as Sasha Fierce. So find what it is, that persona that is a part of you that helps you stand out. And you know, self-confidence is required here. You need to believe and trust in your own ability. Now this is going to take time and it's not going to be perfect the first time, but get started and back yourself. Create evidence and keep building it. Know that you can do it and back yourself time and time again and you will keep growing you may this is a little bit like marginal gains uh, you may not see the results at first but I promise you if you keep showing up in time people will notice and you will reap the rewards so think about your goals what is it that you want to achieve how do you need to show up where do you need to show up and who needs to see and hear you and on a daily basis this week, there are opportunities that will come your way for you to step into the spotlight or shrink away. And my challenge to you this week is take and recognise each of those opportunities, first of all, 
and then step into your spotlight. Be seen, be visible and have a fabulous week. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.